Welcome to the Dose of Caesar and the 1996 Tribe. This is another conversation, and this one is an interesting one because it's got several people that I love. Um, these, this is uh, all my college friends, uh, my close college friends. We studied the same degree, and um, we met up at one of our friend's house, Oklahoma, and we sat around to talk for a bit. We had a whole weekend um, just hanging out and it's a lot of fun to be with them and we just started chatting about our college experiences so i hope you enjoy and we'll see you next time <laughs> what <laughs> i feel like you're driving this conversation so go oh okay fuck am i the host of this um are we supposed to be recording? <laughs> no, I know you're not recording. I'm, I'm recording. I started recording later. <laughs> you did? <laughs> I don't know when I started recording, but I was like, I feel like I should be recording. <laughs> okay. Um. But no, this, is, this doesn't have to be a podcast. Tell me your favorite part of this weekend. Favorite part of this weekend? Yeah. Mm. Probably the food. The food. No. So like that was every part because we've been eating like nonstop all no, weekend. No, just playing. Yeah, that kind of hurt. That's been hurting. Like what eating? Yeah, it's been hurting me a lot. It's been hurting my stomach a lot. It today, a lot. okay. Mm-hmm. Other than like that last round of pasta, today I actually felt really good with like the food that I ate. I didn't fucking overdo it with anything. Yeah, oddly enough, I don't feel bad right now. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't eat nine cookies and ice cream today. Yeah. I really think it's the sweets. Like, you get kind of a sugar headache or something. Me? Yeah. No, it's not my head. Okay. It's well, my stomach. It hurts a lot. Maybe your stomach is telling you to stop eating so much sugar. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've made and the like decision. And, like, lactose. I don't know. Yeah. That's a big thing yeah. for most people. The decision I've made is, uh, I mean, I've just acknowledged now that sugar brings absolutely no nutritional value. But so like it every time I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So why do you eat sugar? I don't know. I mean, I didn't eat sugar for so long, so now I do try to like limit it, like the little things that I do, like putting ice cream and moving it directly into a cup, so that I have basically like one or two scoops. Then that is my way of saying like, okay, you can eat this much of, amount of ice cream and like feel fine about it. Same with cookies. Like, I would eat, like, max two cookies. Um, But I have to really limit myself because, I mean, the temptation is definitely there to eat literally 12 cookies. But I've seen, like, what that happened, what letting myself eat what I feel like eating, like, happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there used to be a time where I'd eat fucking cookies for dinner, pancakes for breakfast, like, sugar all the time and the crazy part is I'd, I've never had soda in my life so the fact that like I don't even consume sugar in that way and most I mean our friends but like most Americans like drink a lot of soda mm-hmm. so you're consuming sugar in your drinks you're consuming it in your food um so the fact that like I feel like I was addicted to sugar and didn't even drink it I was only eating it like that's pretty crazy Am I wearing this backwards? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's crazy, but 
I mean, why why do you eat sugar if it's oh. has no nutritional value? Oh yeah, because I'm a because it's like an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what you were saying? Yeah, I'm saying yeah, it tastes good, and I even used to think like. Like when I stopped eating it, I was like, oh my God, I don't need sugar. I can always eat stevia or whatever, but just really, it's not the same. It's not the fucking same. Do you think same. it's the same? Like when I used to feed you guys like Lily's chocolate and stuff? Well, no, because those aren't like, because it wasn't like a, a replacement for the things that I like, like ice cream. Well, the ice cream shit is trash. Well, Halo top. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not good. It's terrible. But God, you—I mean, you can't compare two hundred seventy calories for a pint versus a thousand. I can. Like when you're talking I about can't <laughs> compare it with taste. Well, when you're, <laughs> I'm saying when you're talking like pure calories, then it's like okay, why don't? I mean, this is coming from someone that does not eat Halo Top either, but I, yeah. I did used to. Um, yeah, I'd rather just eat what I actually want to eat, but eat a smaller portion. Mm. Like I don't need the whole pint. So the 200 calories, whatever is, oh, you know, actually what I think you would really like. Do you like uh, popsicles? Yeah, you've told me this. Oh, I think I know where you're going. I, I don't really mind. Like it's whatever. Okay. Well, I mean, you like sweets and yeah. So I, instead of eating ice cream, which I mean, yeah, I fucking love ice cream. It's Mm -hmm. probably my preference. But if I want something sweet that is way lower in calories, these, yeah, H-E-B strawberry popsicles are like 15 calories because they're just made out of strawberries and there's no added sugar. I think I looked for them and I couldn't find them. It's super easy to find them. It's in H-E-B. Okay. <laughs> like, look in the popsicles and then look for, like, H-E-B strawberry popsicles, no sugar added. All right. Will do. <laughs> uh. I, I mean, on all the ones I've seen, they're on the top shelf. Not if... I don't know if that'll help you, but... <laughs> I've been to multiple H-E-Bs and bought them, and they've Maybe always Maybe they on were the there, shelf. and I didn't buy them. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I think it was, it was when I was going crazy on cheat days. Um, I rather do, like where I don't eat sh- sugar for a, for a period of time, long time. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I do eat sugar, I go off the rails. Like, I'd rather do that. Like, if there's a cake, I'd eat it in one sitting. I don't know about that. I'd do that. I'd rather eat ice cream every single day, but only a scoop. Nah. I'd rather not eat ice cream for, like, 30 days, but in the, that 30th How day. do you feel about sugar, like, fruit sugar? I think it's fine. Uh, or, like, in what way? Yeah, like, like with do, the fruit. You, do you think that you can over, I mean, in terms of insulin, it affects your like glucose levels the same way that added like cane sugar does. Um, but yeah, I agree that it, it shouldn't be, I mean, the way that keto, my old diet, like treated it is that like all sugar is bad, including apples because they raise your mm. insulin levels, right? But I don't really think that that's the case because I don't think all foods are equal. So like a candy bar might have the same sugar as an apple, but like an apple isn't going to make you feel like shit. It does kind of give you a little bit of like some a sugar rush or I mean, I felt it before after I eat an apple. It's all I've eaten all day is like a little bit. I don't know. of like jitteriness from like sugar, but. For the most part, I think the you you can 
do yoga after eating an apple and feel fine, but you might feel like a little slowed down or whatever from eating a candy bar. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I made that up. I don't know if an apple and a candy bar have the same, no, um, like grams like, of I get sugar. I what you mean. But, they, might, they might have the same grams of sugar, yeah. but they're definitely not processed the same by the, with, uh, by the body. Yeah. I know that for sure. Um, I know there's research because of the fiber. Fiber does something. So it's uh it's an apple is definitely healthier than like a bar a candy bar yeah but i know like if you drink uh i think if you drink like straight juice that's like fruit juice yeah that's where it gets like bad because you're not you don't have the fiber Um, really so okay so if i squeeze an orange and Mm -hmm. just drink the fresh orange juice yeah nothing like added or anything that's different than eating an orange i don't know if it it, 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 i think it depends on what we different and i know your body processes it differently because i mean it's got fiber to work with i don't know what that does but i know somehow it helps (laughs) (laughs) we're like just completely making things up (laughs) we might be i (laughs) fuck yeah i mean these are like things that i've yeah that sounds like facts (laughs) <laughs> they're definitely facts <laughs> that i've heard that i'm not sure of but <gasps> what is that timer for i forgot <laughs> but well, okay what's the been your favorite part of this weekend um maybe just like spending time with everyone i feel like it's just been so long i mean it actually has been so long when was the last time all of us long. were together yeah like graduation possibly i think that really is last time so it's just like i mean i've seen most of you like individually but yeah it's just like it's a different vibe when everyone's all together so Mm -hmm. it's been enjoyable i said the food i said the food but like the food with the people (laughs) you were in the kitchen cooking by yourself so maybe you just actually just liked the food part no because then once i finish cooking i want to share it with the people i know and then that's 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 where i get the enjoyment when people are yeah. like, I'm like, is it good? And they're like, yes. Or they're like, nah. And I'm like, okay, that hurt. How can that be better? Yeah. <laughs> and I get to learn. I'm like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, <sighs> like uh, I, uh, there's been times I fucked it up and, and I, those are the times I learned the most. But yeah, the people. Yeah, I've fucked up plenty of meals. None this weekend so far, but you know. <laughs> you, whatever you made, you just, uh, you made pretty good breakfast. Yeah, I made omelets today and a quiche. Was that yesterday? That seems like longer ago. Yeah. It was yesterday. Yeah. Um, helped with the pizza. But I mean, honestly, you guys. What? The, you guys helped with the pizza. Honestly, if I had made the pizza, like if it was my choice, we would have put vegetables on the whole thing. Yeah. That's how we make it at home. But I know that everyone's like, mm, vegetables. So. We did put mushrooms. We put yeah <laughs> yeah pepperoni and mushroom is not like a revolutionary pizza idea because they get in the way sometimes sometimes they're just like ill illy placed is that a way to say it they're not placed right like you should it should taste good when it's going in sometimes i feel like i'm just eating a raw um bell pepper and that doesn't taste good in my pizza experience i always um cook all the things I'm gonna put on. So what I do is I grill like mm-hmm. bell peppers, onions, um a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pineapple on pizza person. Um and then yeah, mushrooms. 
I actually, I, like, I didn't cook the mushrooms that went on these, but I normally would, like, grill that first, or skillet, put it in the skillet. Um, and then I like to get, like, pickled jalapenos for pizza. I think that's about it. I have never added spinach, but I feel like I would like it. But, yeah, I mean, my idea is that I try to incorporate vegetables into my meals because, like, why not? If if you're, like, indifferent about it, then for me, it's better to just add it because mm. I feel like I don't eat enough vegetables. Oh, okay. I see that. I see that. It, when it, so, for me, when it comes to my cheat meals, it's, Yeah, like, you go all out. But I, it's also, like, fuck off with anything that's going to affect the taste. I see that. I see, like, I would rather guilt-free eat a pizza that I topped with a bunch of vegetables and then I'm like, yeah, like this. You I see, there's no, I ho- like, that's the, I, pro- what you see? So if for you, you mask it, you, guilt. Clo- yeah. you, uh, you hide it. I can't hide it for myself because I know I'm putting a, like a pretty dress on a very, very ugly girl. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. Like I, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I started fucking with myself. You think you're healthy, bro? Cause you're <laughs> oh, you threw in a mushroom? Hooray, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. No, it's like, don't fuck it in my head. It's like, all right, you're going to cheat or you're not. That's it. There's no in between. There's no making it healthy. Like for me, even if I have like some bread that's like homemade, I'm kind of judging myself. I'm like, mm. you know, even- yes. Do you, do you associate like guilt with food? Like, do you feel guilty? Not if anymore. You eat? Oh, a whole fucking weekend of yeah. quote unquote cheat meals. Not anymore. Not not anymore when I plan it. I still feel guilty when it's not planned and it's happening. I mean, you even said to me earlier in the store, like, oh, I don't want to eat pasta. Like, that sounds so that, heavy. Well, that because, I feel like shit. Yeah, but not because I was feeling guilty. I was literally feeling like shit. Okay, and okay. That was, I, That's I was, different. That was starting not to be uh, fun. But for this weekend, I... I mentally prepared myself. Ah, oh, the whole weekend I'm gonna be eating like shit. Yeah, I did that too. But then, it's actually. I mean, I think it's less now of feeling guilty and more of like, ooh, that first day I kind of did eat whatever I wanted. Like I thought I was going to all weekend, mm-hmm. and I can actually physically feel the effects of not like going against my usual diet, which is like yeah. a little bit of everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why today I've kind of gotten it back on track of like, yeah, I'm just going to cook whatever I want. And like, yeah, corn kind of influenced everyone into <laughs> eating carbonara with salad instead of ordering out. Like, honestly, yeah, we, I would never say that like carbonara is healthy, but like, don't you think that eating that over like ordering in Domino's is probably like still a better choice? Nah. carbonara is already like pasta no i don't think it's better than adorning dominoes i oh no i don't i think it's it's the same it's carbs it's like processed carbs so yeah basically the same but so no i did not feel we ate healthier today (laughs) (laughs) i just feel like there was maybe less a little more variety a little more protein and a little more like Maybe there was less protein. What protein did we even eat? The bacon. I don't know. The bacon. What did we eat yesterday? Oh, okay, the day before. And we didn't eat any protein at breakfast either. What do you mean? It was all protein. Eggs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that we didn't make like a separate bacon or anything. 
Oh, no, no, no. But yeah. 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 True. Um, Sorry, I'm dumb. I didn't know that eggs are protein. I mean, I did know that, but. <laughs> You're not dumb. <laughs> uh, what, but we were, you were talking about, oh, the guilt. So you feel guilty? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, that's like kind of a side effect of like gaining and losing weight is like associating food with like, ooh, like eating a really bad food makes me feel this way and makes me gain weight. I mean, I, fucking Michael, he eats so much food. He's so skinny. Mm -hmm. I mean, he obviously does not put on weight by eating a lot of food. And there's a lot of people like that. So uh, for me, it's like, eating however I want all the time does lead to that. And I've like fully experienced that. So yeah, there is some sort of guilt associated with like when you lose weight, you tell yourself like, I'm never going to like let myself go like that again. So if you like have whatever, a few days where you do feel like you've like kind of fallen back into the old lifestyle, mm -hmm. then it can, yeah, it can feel like a sense of guilt. I, I feel you. I mean, yeah. maybe you haven't experienced that. I have. When I was like a little kid, that's when I would struggle with my, my weight. Yeah, but the fact that you like bulk and cut to me means that like you're so flexible with your weight. Like you feel like, oh yeah, I can gain weight and I feel comfortable. Like anyone that bulks to me are is comfortable with gaining weight. Like, yeah. And it's not like a scary thing. Like, oh my God, I got on the scale and gained five pounds. Like to me, that's like actually scary in a way mm -hmm. because it's like i know how much harder it is to lose five pounds and it's so easy to gain five pounds come through yeah but it was come in <laughs> yeah come through though what are you talking about everything oh everything everything <laughs> hey dude yeah you're gonna be on the podcast Um, we're talking about food right now. Yeah, we're talking about food. Welcome, Brennan. Uh, um, this is this is more of a time capsule for us in the future. Okay. You know, so um, <laughs> just get in. get a little closer <laughs> to the mic. There you go. Come in. Oh, is this, the podcast? this is the podcast. Oh shit. Yeah, I know. I know. I was actually thinking of sitting around, like in uh that seventies show, and passing the mic around like a like a blunt, Dude, <laughs> where we could talk. Dude, let's do it. Bring everybody in. Let's yeah. fucking do it. I'm serious. I'm All right, let's go. Is this like listening to my breathing? And then I'll ask questions. I'll ask people questions. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear it? Yes. That's so creepy. <laughs> my breathing's yeah. been captured. Put it, put, put, let him, let him hear. Oh, him hear is himself. this? Oh, it's fucking dope. <laughs> Hello, brother. Yo, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty Welcome sick. Welcome to the show, Brennan. Um, we were talking about food and feeling guilty. As a matter of fact, Peyton, could you bring some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> I know I still have I still Let's have some of my ice wait cream left. Until we're not around all this equipment. Really? I mean, you I think you can safely yeah. eat ice cream. Yeah, we're not no, like I savages. Don't. Yeah, uh, no, just speak for your fucking self, Brennan. I mean, are you gonna just like and get like <laughs> ice cream all over and like take a bite, lick the mic, for real, lick lick pass, but. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm comfortable gaining weight. It wasn't always like that. The first time I started, I did it was really scary. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Like when you were bulking? Yeah. Like, what if I never lose this? 
Okay, what's, okay, here we go. What's this is where we sit around in a circle. Now we're gonna sit around in a circle. Quick question on the bulking. I'm curious. Yeah. What's like a typical swing in weight between bulking and cutting? Like what's what's the like highs Ooh, and lows? I don't know. For me, uh I think it was uh I think I did like ten to fifteen, ten to twenty pounds. Okay. You got me fucked up. Oh, Seriously. Why? You get get when you're speaking you gotta yeah. be you if gotta I, have the mic a, about a, a fist away from your face. Joe Rogan style. Like <laughs> if I gained fifteen pounds, that would be so much ang- like that would be a source of anxiety. Yeah. And like cutting it would be three times as hard. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's because you're not anxious because you know you're going to cut and yeah, it's going to be hard, but I don't know. Do you feel like you have to have a successful cut before you can feel like, okay, I'm ready to bulk? Yeah. Because you like, you want to know that like, oh yeah, I can lose 15 pounds if I need yes, to or like, yes. right? Yeah. So like, maybe that's it is that. Once I know that I can get down to a certain weight, I'm like, oh, I can come back here. All right, yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. Let's just go up. Oh yeah! Whenever you have the mic, we should pass the mic. We cannot pass the mic and the headphones. That would be too much work. How's it going, Blake? Hey, it's going pretty good. This it's is going. this is like we're in a like I'm sitting in the podcast, except I'm recording it with you. Exactly. I I really like this. <laughs> yeah, this shit's dope, bro. <sighs> hey, all right, I'm gonna pass it over. Are you gonna pass it over, Blake? No, no, no. You got to see this first, okay. man. Like, this, this is some, like, uh, what am I supposed to be hearing? Brie, welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. It's like we're in a different room than no you rules. guys. No, no rules. No rules. I just, it's just more like you guys get final cut. So if you want anything, cut out. That's it. But for me, no rules. You can ask me anything. No, actually, I can only hear through the headphones because his voice is canceled out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's whispering in my ear. Hi, Brian. That that was actually me whispering. It feels like when you're at the playground and they have those the microphone things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like. You want to try? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I could also play music and only me and him can hear it. (laughs) I got you. All right, you ready for this, bro? Oh, oh shit. shit, I forgot. <laughs> You're whispering straight into my ears. I love you. What? Terrifying. Oh, my God. Wait, my own voice? Yeah, that's you, bro. Yo, what the fuck? That's it. You have a cool voice, huh? Yeah, I figured Yeah, it's a pretty good voice. It's pretty cool. It's, pretty, good it's pretty cool. <laughs> shit, I'm trying what to play dopamine, fuck? bro. Oh, man. Oh, I shit bet. breaks. Dopamine. What's the Wi-Fi password? Orange Mess Six Three Two. Now everybody that Keep listens that in the can get in. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to change your Wi-Fi password. My millions of fans are gonna f- fucking hack your uh, your Wi-Fi. What's Doc's Blake? <laughs> dopamine. Some of your biggest fans just heard that, so. It's just me and you, bro. Hearing this talk music. over this? We can talk over this. Well, oh my God. We, <laughs> we go into a different weird. world, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> this is so Yeah, they don't, cool. they're not in our world right now, bro. It's only me and you. You feel the dopamine? Ready? Bro, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to, like, I want to have this, like, pinned somewhere and, like, play games or, like, do something. Yeah, yeah. And just, like being all of that what the fuck we're about to go on a ride bro ready oh my god Three, dude, i'm not ready two, dude one 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's so sick. All right. I'm I'm done. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> I love how good of a time that was. That was so trippy. That was so trippy. I, I just had so many questions. I was hearing myself and hearing you. Yeah. While hearing the song. And you, it's like it was. It's like you were in a movie. It's like you were part of it. No, but no. What if there was like, no song yeah. playing ever? <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> Michael imagined it. It's just us, bro. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Hell yeah! This is good. This is a fun time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, first ever uh, six-person podcast on the Dose of Caesar. All right. this, it's been going for about a uh, half an hour now. Uh, around me, I got um. I guess my best college friends, um, Brennan, Peyton, Blake, Bree, and Michael, right? And uh, I don't know. This ain't too formal, but I, I thought I would get some context. And me and Michael went through a trippy, uh, a trippy, a trippy moment right now with the <laughs> with the music. But yeah, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Anything? Anything. Well. I do. I don't. I said I had questions, but I, I these are questions that I wanted to write, <laughs> and that I never wrote. <laughs> How about you just Google um, basic podcast interview questions? Oh no, that's terrible. I mean, I have questions I can ask. I'm kind of curious as to, but I feel like they're kind of heavy. To know what the basic questions would be, though. Like somebody's made a list of like, oh, if you're gonna run a podcast, these are what you should ask. I'm curious to know, like. I'm sure they're terrible. They I'm sure they're terrible. I asked Caesar the best part of all of our weekends so far. Caesar's was the food, and mine was getting to be in the same space with all of you guys again. That's cute. What about you guys? So, Brendan, I'll pass it over to you. Microphone about a fist away from your mouth, but you're good. No, you're good there. Closer, you're better. That the best part so far has definitely been being with everybody. Because like, I've been with family since getting back. And that was interesting. Yeah. But I think not like something that I was like super looking forward to is like good to see them, but maybe not in the same way that like seeing friends. Cause it's, it's that feeling where I think some people get really close with their family and mm -hmm. I think I am close with them, but that's not something I like picked. Right. Mm. I was born into that family. Yeah. But with you guys, like, I feel like I get to choose that I get to be with you guys. Like y'all are like friends that that's a relationship that was like built and developed from something that wasn't just given. This mm. is something that like we work towards. And I think that makes this time more valuable in my opinion. Hmm. Agreed. So I think long way of saying similar with Peyton being with everybody. Yeah. Wait, 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 no I, repeats. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just right, kidding. Right, I'm just kidding. Um, that was beautiful. Brennan, I cried. Brennan, <laughs> but Brennan almost didn't want to be friends with us. Did he? <laughs> Didn't you say what? like uh, why? When did I? The bus? In K, we're about to have some problems. <laughs> in, oh in my god! Yeah, wait. I think you that's remember you true. Were telling me that so we you were, were like all friends, friends, and I was like developing our K project group. I made you guys all take the three thirty <laughs> to five p.m. class. Yeah, and then I'm like, Yo, Brendan, like me, Caesar, Blake are all gonna be a group. Brendan's like, Yeah, I may have like a different group to join, yeah. but I'll let you know if that doesn't work out. Oh, I've got some UBC friends that might be in our group, um, and I was like. What? I felt similar to that as when I had like a, I was going to have a second class with Caesar our first semester after meeting each other. And I'm like, okay, I'm sitting right here. I'll like ask if you see. And he was like, um, I'm going to like try to meet other people. I was like, why do you need to meet other people when we already know each other? Why would you do that? 
but I told I was telling I That's explained it to you like we know each other we're really good friends we're not gonna stop being friends so let's just meet other people so that we can bring them to this good this good vibe area see you know? But I see Peyton though. Like I live in that comfort zone. I look for that person I know, and I'm like, all right, I'm nah. I'm locking in on this one. This is a uh, right. Like this is this is you you at that moment in class become a ride or die. At that point, I don't like for that, that tribalism. For that class, for just, that class no, it's like if I don't have like that anchor, yeah. then I have to place an anchor somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have an anchor there, <laughs> drop it, right? Place your Go anchor in yourself, bro. Oh, that's a tough one. And Blake, don't you ever think that I would forget what you did to me in our marketing class? When I texted you before the first day of school, I pre-read the syllabus, saw there was a group project and said that it could be one to two people. Text Blake, we haven't even gone to class yet. We have not met the professor. We haven't had the first day of school. I'm like, yo, be my group project member. He was like, I don't think he actually answered me. I think he was like, yeah, we have that class together. And then, (laughs) and then it gets down to it and we're in class. I'm like, hey, Blake, are we going to be project members? And he was like, I'm doing it with Kamal. And I did that project by myself, but it was fine because I got a 98 and you probably would have dragged me down. (laughs) So I will never forget that. You can take it off the stand. Can you take it off the stand? Yeah. It makes like some noise. Hey, in my defense, there are, I had no choice <laughs> but to expand yeah, my, you see, as you've learned from Paul, I will repeat it again. I like to make friends with people. And when I've seen you for so long and I haven't seen my friend Kamal for a while, I have to keep the relationship fresh and catch up and keep talking to her because I don't want the relation her to think that I'm just some dude who just disappears because... I said we're friends, and then all of a sudden, I never want to talk to you again. Blake. And where's Kamal today? Is has she visited you in your home? <laughs> oh my god! Kamal is currently uh, <laughs> living in Austin, Texas, selling VMwares. Um, she's she's doing great. She got a corgi named George, and gave me a lot of advice on Otis. So, so that uh, friendship worked yeah. out well, right? Um, Keeping both alive. I can I can honestly tell you that <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Do you think that if you had not partnered with this person that she would still have a corgi at this point <laughs> in her life? I, I think that the universe was just predetermined for that. Hey, man, can you turn your cell phone off? We're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> well, you screwed it up by touching it. That just tells us that it was you. Um, no, I, I think that f- to go back to the first question, my favorite part of this weekend was to have you all here. And to kind of like just hear you guys like laugh in person. I mean, it's mm. cool to be on the mic, but I enjoy when we're all together a lot more. Um, or actually, I wouldn't say I enjoy it more, but it makes it more cherishable, more yeah, nostalgic. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have been like enjoying getting to know Bree more because we kind of met you last minute. And it was, I'm not going to lie, like when Michael was like, yeah, we're just kind of like just a friends with benefits kind of thing. We don't know what it's going to do. I was really happy when he told us a few weeks later that you guys were like, yeah, we want to start dating and make it like a thing. And I don't know, you're a pretty cool person. You're an awesome person. You're an awesome person. <laughs> Thank you, both Blake and Caesar. It's very oh, yeah. nice to say. What has your favorite part of the weekend been? Um. Yeah, so... I guess. <laughs> um, so I, I was kind of laughing when Brennan said gets out of college and all we talk about is college. Because I was thinking like 
most of our time out of college or like coming up on half of it is in quarantine now and michael and i haven't uh seen anyone outside of our families Mm -hmm. until this weekend so it's just been really nice to like interact with people who i don't work with and who are my age (laughs) and in person without a mask has been cool so (laughs) that's that's been my favorite part I, I promise kind of you that if you would have tried Bucky's beef jerky, that would have been your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. The beaver nuggets were pretty good. Oh, those beaver nuggets are insane. Woo! Yeah, no, I would say the same thing, I think. Like, uh, it's 100%. I mean, we, we've... Think about it. We've spent the last seven months together. Of course, we're going to be saying the same thing. Like, it's just we've gone through the same experience. It's it's nice to go see family, but my me and my family aren't super, super close. Like, they're not like friends, friends. They're more of like mm. parents to me. Um, and my siblings are kind of the same way. There's a huge age gap between me and my siblings. So, yeah. Anyway, so seeing my family isn't like seeing my friends. So it's I feel definitely you, a special experience. There, dude. I uh, can we start with you? I'm gonna ask another question. Go for go it. back. Um, this is a question I already asked. Uh, I already asked Peyton. But if you if you look back to who you were freshman year of college, you were entering <laughs> an entering freshman, right? What advice would you give yourself? Like the you right now, what would you give uh, four years ago, Michael? What advice would you give him? It's going to be the same question for all you guys. Um, like on anything. It could be like on academics or to, like yeah, getting n- jobs. Not take college as serious as I did to take it less serious. I felt Why? like. Um, so I came to college coming from high school. Like I'd get stoned before classes. Like mm-hmm. I, I drank a lot and stuff. Like I felt like it was. High school is more of like one big kind of party for me. Yeah. Um, so coming to college, I was like, okay, I want to make sure that like my happiness isn't like dependent on that atmosphere that like I can still be happy if I'm just going to class, doing well, like not drinking, not smoking. Mm-hmm. So I went super sober, like all of freshman year, freshman year, I didn't do anything. And I felt like I missed out on some experiences because of that. Like I definitely did not meet as many people outside of the freshman class which it's always nice to have like older friends in college i think it's just you learn a lot like it's just it's a huge benefit for you and also it's a great experience um so yeah so maybe that's what it boils down to Mm. find find an older person in college like don't be intimidated by upperclassmen because i feel like those are some really good friendships to have and you have like a mentor in life Mm. hell yeah hell yeah agreed So the question is something we would tell our our freshman self. Yeah. What advice would you give your freshman self? Mm. Um, So I I think I'm the only person here who was a computer science major. So um, in the computer science department, there was a lot of kind of unspoken competition between like what companies you're getting internships for, Mm -hmm. interviews with. and it was pretty much like if you're not going to like google facebook microsoft then like people look down on you a little bit really yeah so i think i let that get to my head a whole lot when i was 
because you know recruiting happen happens like at the beginning of an academic year and then once that happens the rest of the year kind of is the tone is set by that so I definitely let that get to my head like when I was doing projects with people like people are gonna think I'm dumb because I didn't get these jobs or whatever Mm -hmm. so I think just setting your own definitions of success instead of letting other people define that for you is Mm. the advice I would give myself Mm. I think so too I think that's solid as fuck especially for like those hard like schools Uh, I definitely think for me it would be uh, just to focus on the moment like the end of college will come faster than you think but if you sit there waiting for it you're gonna miss out on a lot more than you'd expect um and i definitely think like as i got older i started to realize like there's more to than just graduating like why not go to that party or stay up a little late Mm. talking to someone like just always living in that moment rather than waiting for the next day because life goes by pretty fast and then like that you you don't need to finish everything right away like just wait and enjoy what you have Mm. is probably my advice i already got to say my two hours worth of content on our individual podcast but i mean who knows when caesar's gonna edit and post that one so i'm (laughs) i'm gonna take this opportunity to talk more because i love talking um but i would say in reference to kind of conversations that we've had earlier today not to like sell yourself short or like have expectations of like I don't know the level of friendships that you aspire to or whatever relationships um and really just like believe that you're kind of capable of anything and then if you all you need is like one person that's the thing is like you won't it's kind of like selling things I post everything on Facebook marketplace love selling stuff on Facebook marketplace I post everything at a really high price that I would never pay but it doesn't matter because you only need one person to pay it well you only need one idiot to buy it on Facebook marketplace <laughs> and then you already made all your profit I'm like you just bought a chair out of the trash for $180 so all you need is one idiot yeah so like why sell yourself short what really go out there set your standard that's way above your level and then all you need is one person to fall for it so wow that That was dope at the end (laughs) (laughs) that was a badass (laughs) (laughs) thanks that's good i think that the one thing i would impart to a previous me a freshman me would be to like accept that the things you like to do might not always be the same, but that doesn't mean you should stop doing them entirely, right? Because I think the moment you give up on it, you've already committed yourself to losing that thing that you cared about a lot. So I would say don't just stop things entirely. You know, be open to exploring more like hobbies, right? Different friend groups, different studies, right? You know, if it's if learning's the new thing you want to do, then go learn, right? If if swimming is what you want to do, then go swim. Just don't let something else stop you from getting to that point, right? Really go own it and go be a part of what it is you want to be a part of. Mm. I don't think you have to let something hold you back that, you know, just because previously you didn't like swimming and you really cared for uh, fuck it like reading books right you shouldn't be committed just to reading books from then on right go do mm. something else or find a way to join them you know make it work in short just keep swimming wait I had a question swim. for Brennan that that um 
How did you come up with that uh, or why that piece of advice? I think when I look at, so I mentioned that earlier this weekend, I was like, I think that more people should be more passionate about things yeah. that they're passionate about. Right. I think that we don't really show our passions well enough. Yeah. And I think that freshman me was, you know, I love playing video games was super passionate about it, but I wish I'd approached it differently. Right. I wish instead of playing, I wish I'd learned more about like building it, creating it, like seeing mm. a different side of it. Um, I think I got too into the whole, Oh, it's school time, right? It's time to go learn about school. I need to learn about MIS 301. I need to oh. tackle my like TD 301, right? I think that I wish I had done more things in my free time to kind of support my other hobbies. I picked up gloving for a little bit. Loved it. That shit is so much fun. Yeah. What is that? It's like where you have like little LED lights on your fingertips. Very like rave-esque activity, right? Yeah. Kind of wish I had gotten better at that. That was really cool. Bought poi balls once. Tried to spin those. Was really fun. Never got good at those, but that was really cool. I think I wish I had just like launched myself more into some of these things. Every now and then you see somebody out on the lawn. They're just doing what they want, right? Mm -hmm. I think having that comfort with yourself to just do what you want in a place that's open in public, I think that shows like a lot of strength, like individual strength. And I think that that's something that I wish freshman Brennan could have built up more towards. Damn. I like it. I like it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing, bro. No, thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah, that was dope. But I feel, all right, let's just, now let's just talk. I just want it to be a conversation. Right. I don't want it to be like me interviewing you guys. Will this pick up, like, if we speak loud from no. a distance? So nah, not the same. You gotta be close. Yeah, but I can pass mine too. That's I fair. guess we would have to have two people, <laughs> two people uh, talking. But Peyton, I mean, Peyton, you can hear because she gets really fucking loud. It's just like, yeah. Raise your hand if you want to talk. I have yeah. a thought to share real quick. This is, I've, I've shared this every Joe now Frey. and then when like somebody's birthday rolls around and it's somebody that I'm like, oh, you know, like I, I love this person. I want to continue loving this person. Mm -hmm. I'll say something along the lines of like, I really cherish the memories that we've had. Right. And I think this was with a lot of people in college. I'd say, you know, I really like what we've done now, but I look forward to the next memories we make. I look forward to like what's kind of next down the line. So I realize we're not always going to be at a party. We're not always going to be in a class together. I look forward to like meeting your next loved one, right? I want to go see oh, you in your home. God. I want to see like what your life is in the next part. Because I think the part about it that means a lot to me is that I'm still there with them. Even though it's no longer the same event and it doesn't have the same, you know, you're not my ride or die anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're really good friends. I got to meet your kid one day, you know? That's kind of a cool thought. <sighs> yeah. Awesome, I was thinking bro. thinking about, like, our favorite part this weekend had me thinking about that. I bro, think it's amazing. safe to say that, like, we're, like, lifelong friends. And whatever happens to y'all down the road, like, we're all going to be there. And we're going to continue having our at least annual trips. Um, corona edition does mean that we kind of have to just hang out somewhere. But, like, in the future, we'll do some kind of destination. Question for you could you have pegged who you would like see as your long-term friends freshman year like do you think no. you had any no. insight as to like Fuck that's no. the one no. i'll go first right but no I, i'm just gonna say it quick <laughs> no no way dude i didn't even know any of you guys and uh no i could have never guessed that when i walked into that that room that it would have been like you guys and then i had had michael beforehand um and i just thought michael was cool but i was like that guy's a cool guy but i don't feel like i feel like i'm never gonna talk to him again i'm like ah oh, man i feel like college just passes by like it, it wasn't meant to be but then at the end michael comes in 
I, I sat with Caesar and Michael in MIS 301, and I'm pretty sure the only thing they remember about me freshman year was coming in a wheelchair one year, one week because I had just broke my ankle. I, I, I remember, I remember you had a scooter. Oh, in the scooter, yeah, for a while, and I was like, God damn it, that's so badass. <laughs> yeah, like I thought it was so cool when you would like scoot into the room because it was in. Um, What's the building that was next to UTC? UTC. Yeah. We had a class again at UTC. So the class, the classroom was like curved and kind of slanted upwards when you come in. And this dude would just badass scoot up those curves and like make the turn perfectly with this like leg. And I was just, wow, this is, that's sick. That's fucking sick. So. And like, I honestly, I just remember like I'd walk into a class and I'd see Michael and I'd be like, hey, and you'd be like, hey, and that was it. And it wasn't until like 3.33 that mm-hmm. we were like, what's up dude like you play video games or something so no i i don't think i could have predicted this <laughs> good games i also want to say um that like michael we obviously added you to the group like last but i just want you to know that like we really see you as an equal part uh despite like knowing you i mean actually i probably knew you almost about the same amount of time most of us probably all knew each other the same amount of time but like knowing you as in depth and i'm so glad that like i mean we really we were having interviews internally of course we didn't actually interview you guys but uh debates on like who we wanted we we had to have another project member we're like i don't really we're like can we do four people but super glad we added you you're so smart Yeah, I'm pretty picky, so I'm really glad that you were just willing to let me boss you around. (laughs) And Brie, the same. Like, we've really enjoyed having you here this weekend, so. Yeah, I know I was a really great project partner. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I remember you. We've done our projects. Like, Brie, you didn't contribute anything to our projects, so I'm not sure how I feel about you right now, but (laughs) I personally don't remember you helping with the project. I drove Michael places, so indirectly. Oh, that's fair. I, I gave you a zero out of five, though, on the evaluation. <laughs> that is also fair. I'll take that. <laughs> Who's the fuck this brief person doing on this project? Zero contributions. <laughs> um, my experience with uh, my friends going into college and coming out, um, I kind of was on both ends of the spectrum. Like, on the one hand, I, like came in with my best friend and by the end of freshman year we like didn't even speak to each other and didn't meet like my closest friends um like until later in college but also like in terms of like my soccer friends I met uh David King like he yeah well so yeah that that all happened first week because I saw a guy like dribbling a soccer ball down the hallway and I was like hey are you going to play soccer like can I come with you and he's like yeah and then uh that ended up being Michael and I's kind of group of friends the people I met there and we would go play all the time but but yeah it was like a weird journey of like these are my friends now and these are the friends I ended up with yeah definitely I I have a uh, yeah I had a similar route where like but it was more like people that didn't come to college with me, like those high school friends you thought you would keep yeah. in contact with. They just all ended up, yeah, like you don't talk to them anymore. It's crazy. Three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I, I have a, t- I only talk to a of writer die friends from high school that are like 
I've known for over 15 years and it's not really changed since then. And I think that when I came to college, I had my friends like, which led me to not really like be as social as I probably should have been just because I had that group of friends back home and they were my support network and I'd always just go back to them. And like I was a video game player. So like I'd be on the mic talking to them every night (laughs) and my roommate was also from the same town. So we like all knew each other. So it was like, well, why would I go out and do an extracurricular activity here when I can go talk to my friends back home? But (laughs) as I've met the others, that definitely has changed. And I'm glad that it has. I would say that um, I've got a a really close group of high school friends of like, I'd say like 10 people that I'm like, I'm I'm really close with. Mm -hmm. And then I've got like a, and there's split into two different groups. But one of them, um, we've had this group chat going since uh, senior year of high school. And we just like post stupid shit in it. And I was like just going through it to see like if there was anything recent that that we were talking uh, talking about. And someone posted this um, food, like fast food tier list. <laughs> and then they put and foodgasm is like the highest tier Mm -hmm. and in that tier they put taco bell chick-fil-a cookout um quiznos shake shack and sonic (laughs) and now we're having a massive debate about how fucking stupid that food list is are you fucking taco bell (laughs) yeah no taco bell no taco bell being top tier come on No, that is absolutely Quiz- disgusting. Taco Bell is revolutionary, but not for like crazy good food. Taco Bell's revolutionary as an establishment. It's revolutionary for disgusting leave. fast food. Taco Bell is supreme. I don't know if you know the lore behind Taco Bell, but there's a lot of lore as well. And it is one of the best restaurants What's in the, the world. What's the lore? So basically when Taco Bell started in the 90s or whenever it was, they had... Did there you was, know? There was two <laughs> owners of Taco Bell. And, Taco and Bell. yeah, basically, no, that's not their names, but basically they created Taco Bell. And then one owner was like, dude, let's make this wacky chalupa thing that's just freaking nuts. And the other guy was kind of like, mm, I don't really like that. Like, I think our menu is fine. You know, kind of like what a lot of professional chefs believe is keep the menu simple. So they split up. So that became Taco Casa, the simple menu, which is the original Taco Bell. And Taco Bell became the crazy, wacky, like, eat whatever you want. So, and it's fascinating to see because they're both super good when you're trashed. Wait, what is Taco Casa? I've never heard of that in my life. So Taco Casa is like, just, I found it in my small town. Like, it literally, they have burritos, tacos. Like You have Taco Casa in Bedford? I think it's like a North Texas thing. It's delicious. Highly recommend if you okay, want to try the original. So are we talking about Taco Casa or Taco Bell? Because Dude, these both. people rank Taco Bell. It is a Taco Bell. There's a Taco Casa. Yeah. Apparently there's a Taco Taco Bell in Oklahoma City. Taco Bell is a foodgasm. Like it is so fucking good. Blake, we need to get you re- more real orgasms. That way you don't think that Taco Bell oh is gosh. on the level. Let's just acknowledge that one. Look, okay, then we need to get more foodgasms, but with experience comes... Hang on, let let me explain (laughs) something. I have been to every Gordon Ramsay restaurant in Las Vegas, with the exception of two of them. And I can tell you that I know what good food is, but I can tell you that Taco Bell is good because it's trash. 
the trashier it is, the better it is. Oh my god, <laughs> I have a hard time believing that. I I can't agree I'm with that. High school friends. <laughs> chicken strips, chicken strips. He he got chicken strips at all of those fucking restaurants he went to. You're kidding. That's that's what he got. You got chicken strips, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> you walked in <it's> like. <laughs> If I'm going to a Gordon Ramsay restaurant, I want the scallops. <laughs> I've never eaten scallops, but I want They're them. They're pretty good. I've seen it. In, yeah, it's fucking the, raw. The rubber. Or <laughs> I want some of, what's the, a beef wellington. Oh my I God. want a beef wellington. Simple, clean, rustic beef wellington. That's actually the first thing I had with the first restaurant was the scallops and then the beef wellington. I can tell you that it's really good. I feel like if Gordon Ramsay. No. I mean, it's it's like we'll take food gasm and then there's God tier of food. Okay, we're gonna go one. Gordon step Ramsay above. just got shat on by Taco Bell shit right there. Yeah, I think Blake can start his own YouTube series of shitting on Gordon Ramsay's cooking videos. He's like, this doesn't even compare to the, the, the food gasm that Taco Bell the gave Jalupa. me. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Caesar, I think. Uh, I'm I'm mega upset by Quiznos on there. I'm mega upset by Quiznos. But it's not foodgasm. It's not foodgasm. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think Quiznos is foodgasm either. Like, I I think it's just okay. I mean, (laughs) but you guys will probably say that I have trash taste if I tell you I think Subway is better. (laughs) No offense. I don't really want to shit on Waxahachie, (laughs) but... Anyone from Waxahachie doesn't get to determine what good food is. Bold. 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 <laughs> Very bold. There was a moment earlier when you were like prepping to like throw something. I feel like uh, I feel like you have a similar anger and kind of ferocity that uh, that uh, Gordon Ramsay has. I feel like if you had like a scallop in hand and you said it was rubber, you would chuck it the same way that he would. Like both of you have the same like reaction. Like this is raw. Like this is rubber. And just this lamb is about to go back into the field. I can still hear it buying. <laughs> he does say that. I've never heard him say that. Dude, That's you gotta get on that Hell's Kitchen shit, and you'll I, see. I, I was. I don't know. I think because I saw Chef Chef Ramsey Chef. 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 Ramsey. If I saw him, like, I thought his restaurants were, like, not, um, like, high quality. Because I've seen him so much. I was like, oh, this guy doesn't serve good food anymore. He's a sellout. No? His food is really good? I think he's probably... I think he's probably really good, but I mean, I haven't been to his restaurant, but I, I can only I assume. love him, but I, I thought I, the quality of his restaurants wasn't that good. I've heard Gordon Ramsay himself is a really good chef. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that hit, yeah, his restaurants are more of just a gimmick, but I don't know how true that is. When you own hundreds of restaurants, it's impossible for like the quality of the yeah. restaurant to be at his quality. Like Hell's Kitchen, most of those restaurants were the head chef at them were a winner of Hell's Kitchen. This is someone that 10 weeks out of 20 were screamed at by Gordon Ramsay because they served him raw food. You know, so it's like the, everyone makes mistakes and he picked the best of the 20 of those options, you know? But like, what are the chances that one of those 20 actually even deserves to be? I'm thinking that Gordon Ramsay is l- using the the title or like the the impact 
that his name has mm -hmm. um, as like a product. Like he's selling his name almost. Like he's saying, if you want your restaurant to be good in New York City, right, um, then put my name on it and this is how much it will cost you to do it. And I think some people who are starting up restaurants can afford that cost um, and go and market to Gordon Ramsay and say, do some shit here, make it happen. Um, yeah, I'll I mean, that's it. also true. That's why, yeah, if, you, if you're like obsessed with a certain chef, go to a restaurant where they actually cook the food right. because that is like what you are paying for essentially. But I mean, yeah. He, he did develop the recipes and stuff that go into the food he sells at his restaurants. Has anybody ever been to a like like five-star Michelin restaurant and like had an experience like that? Fucking okay. Mr. Taco Fucking, Bell over here. Yeah, I was going to say Captain Taco Bell raises <laughs> the hand. Oh, my God. Okay, I've been to Wolfgang Puck in the Reunion Tower. And it was... Thoughts? I was very young. I had a very unrefined palate of chicken strip loving. This man so definitely... I, I definitely couldn't have appreciated it. Um, but I know that my mom and dad really enjoyed it. Exquisite. I was juice. just a dumbass who said that it's, <laughs> it's whereas the chicken strips had something that I didn't like and thought it was the worst thing on the planet. But I can say that it was really good. So our band banquet was in the reunion tower and for, um, for the desserts, they brought, it was uh, catered by the uh, restaurant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was fucking dope. Um, and the desserts were, I, I only tried two things. I tried this like berry fritter that was like phenomenal. It was just out of this world. But then you can, this is going to sound basic. I tried, I think the best slice of cheesecake I've ever had in my <laughs> entire life. Like it was just, so I was think I was under the impression that cheesecake needs to be cold. So if it warms up and gets like, goopy, go it's gonna get goopy and gross. Mm -hmm. They somehow served the cheesecake to everyone like perfectly because like mine came to my plate. I thought they were, it was gonna be fucking melted by the time it got to me because they were walking around with this tray. It's like all kept in these tiny, climate controlled capsules that sit in this cart, and they came and like handed you your like, your cheesecake and it was just perfect right right out of the freezer and it, it was delicious so yeah that was it was a really good experience i think we should uh plan to to go to a five-star restaurant at some point in our lives i think that should be on the list i think <laughs> if, if we, it's not an oki if, if you ever have the opportunity to like be a part of an organization and be somewhere on like the social planning committee I would abuse the fuck out of that and just like try to get, try some of the coolest things that and I can never. We're going to know myself. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so sick. I'm not gonna eat at a five star restaurant until Caesar works at one. What? No pressure. Yes. I'm not gonna work at a restaurant. I don't think I'd work at a restaurant. I don't know. I wanted to all this chef talk. I wanted to, but then like through going going through all that, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> oh my god i see how like they don't have like a social life and even patrizzi was like mm -hmm. look man i don't have any personal relationships but i have this so yeah personal relationships <laughs> are so important i mean we were watching a show earlier today about this lady that's like 90 years old and after her whole like family basically died and all she has left is like this barbecue restaurant she says her customers become like her family oh, because yeah. like that that's now her life is serving these people but i mean 
emulates some of that. I think Patrizzi kind of emulates some of that, right? Like he's out there engaging with a lot of the people that come through, mm-hmm. right? He makes the food for them, right? He lives and breathes some of that mm-hmm. experience. So yeah. I think to some extent, you kind of do start putting on those traits to the, you know, ephemeral idea of these people that run through my restaurant are something more than just people. They are more than a customer here. Yeah, that restaurant's also really involved with, like, the community. It is. Like, they're always going out, like, and giving free food. So they're, like, yeah, they're a part of the community. But if my customers are my family, who will impregnate me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess I I I have to get that just from some back alley, or? I guess you have a whole lot of options. The doctor cast? <laughs> adopt a kid. Yeah, adopt adoption. A kid that's the... that's a good option. It's true. Jesus, impregnate me. So that's... <laughs> you're not afraid of... <laughs> you're not afraid of being pregnant? Are you afraid of being pregnant? Am I afraid of it? Yeah. No, but I am afraid of giving birth. Damn. I'd be scared as fuck. Of being pregnant? Really? That part seems like magical. <laughs> is that like a... Is that a made up thing that's been put in my head? That being pregnant is magical. I don't know why, but Caesar thought that handing me the microphone to talk about this—that's the propaganda <laughs> they fed you, Peyton. Oh my god! They don't god. want you to know how bad it is. Oh, it looks magical. Like you're glowing. Like I don't know, guy. Guys look at you differently. They're like, "Ooh, you're pregnant." What? <laughs> what are you saying? What is she saying? <laughs> I don't know. That's a thing. Is that a thing? I- Oh, well, I don't know. That does not sound like a thing. I, I don't look thing. at a pregnant it, woman and say, mm. Yeah, I don't do that, but, I, I, but I, it I might be a don't. thing <laughs> to other people. I guess so. Oh, my God, give him the fucking microphone right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, are you alluding to something, like, primitive that you think that, like, men biologically, like, treat women differently because they're pregnant and, like, that's why it's a this paradise? Um, like, people look at you differently and, like... Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's, like, a magical time where, like, your baby's inside of you and you're the only person there with it. I don't know. It's Like, something spiritual? No, I'm not very spiritual at all. I mean, it sounds... <laughs> it's... Uh, it sounds kind of spiritual, like yeah. just you and your child in a moment of peace. Like, I mean, it doesn't seem too peaceful, like throwing up every day. So hopefully, I don't have a pregnancy like that. Some people like react really badly to pregnancy, and some people don't. I actually don't know why I'm talking about this so much right now. Maybe I'm ovulating. <laughs> what are you talking? Maybe about? I'm right. <laughs> So is it? <laughs> so it's not a spiritual journey. I, I maybe it is spiritual. I don't know. That that does sound appealing to me though. The spirituality. No, the pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's not in my near future, but it's in my future. So I don't think. In short, I don't think I can. Own a restaurant. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Is that why we? Started? I have priorities. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. That's intense. I respect you immensely. Well, I want to eat ice cream. <laughs> I want to eat some ice cream. And you have to play game. Everything. This was uh, this was fun though. This Thank yeah. you, Caesar. Yeah, this is now a time capsule so that we can listen to five years from now, ten years from now, and we can go back to the first, the first like episodes, season four. Season four.